This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Hey there, Jazz fans. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind. Well, the day is finally here. Gordon Hayward made his return to Salt Lake City. And how did it go? Donovan wants a pick to get Hayward on it. He's got it. He's got Hayward lined up. Crowd sees it. Donovan attacks. A lot of contact. Right-hand floater. He put it on Hayward. The kid brings the crowd to its feet. Back out to Ingles. Hayward left him. Three ball good. Wow, Gordon's defense is awful. The Jazz are torching Gordon Hayward's defense tonight. Five threes, now sixth all-time in Jazz history as Joe Ingles passes Darren Williams. Crowder gets open straight down the barrel three. And facing another former team, Jay Crowder buries it. Those three clips do a great job of summing up how this game was. The crowd was electric. The starters were great. Mitchell did great. Ingles moved up the record books, and Crowder seemed to have a play every time the Jazz needed it against his former team, who he clearly has not gotten over. And although the Celtics did come back in the fourth quarter to make it a competitive game, the Jazz walked away with a 123-115 victory and get back to 500 at 6-6 on the season and their second home win in a row. Now let's not take my word for it. Let's send it down to David Locke and Ron Boone, his partner, and hear just how this game sounded. We're at the 10:40 mark of the third quarter. The score is 66-55 Jazz. Takes them both. Hard to tell what Gordon is as a player right now, coming back from this huge injury, and it just, in this system, it's also hard to tell because he's just not getting the ball a lot. Well, and I'm sure he's worked very, very hard to get where he's at now. Well, we know that. I mean, the guy turned himself into an all-star here in Salt Lake. Favors, corner three, unguarded and perfect. Four of his last eight from the corner is Derek Favors. And if he starts getting comfortable, that changes a lot of things for the Utah Jazz. I'll tell you what, he had a lot of time to find the seams there. Rozier pull up, jumpers way off line. Rozier's a good score, but not a very efficient one. Jazz by 11, their largest lead of the night. Boston played last night in Phoenix. Bullet down low to Favors. He's going to dunk. Hayward fouls him. He's got to buy it. He's going to get one free. Donovan Mitchell with the bullet. Uncharacteristic there of, of, I think, of Gordon, not knowing where he's at on the floor. His back was to that play, and that was a bullet pass right over the top of his head to Derek Favors. One thing people talk to me about Hayward there in Boston is in the opening game or two, he had a little strut to him, right? He had, and Gordon had a big strut to him, remember, when he was here. And that as the year has gone on, that strut has disappeared. That he doesn't, he's just a shell of himself from a confidence standpoint right now. It, it, it'd be interesting to find out, or we'll know next year exactly where he's. Well, I talked to Alec Burr Hayward, catch and shoot right side, too long. And that's actually what Brian Scalabrini told us before the game, that He's been long on everything. Rozier flies in for the rebound, throws it off the foot of Favors. What a smart and, and heady play there by Rozier, knowing that, knowing rather that he's flying out of bounds. 68-55 Utah. They're up by 13. They close the first half on a run, and they've they're booing Hayward as he inbounds. 10-2 run from the Jazz here in the quarter. They close the first half on a 12-3 run, so it's about a 23-5 run. Rogier's fouled on his way in. So from the 156 mark of the second quarter to, I believe, the end of the quarter, the Jazz closed on a 12-3 run. They're now on a 10-2 run. That's where this game has swung. 
Rogier at the line, played at Louisville. 16th pick of the 2013 draft. In the playoffs last year, he averaged 17 points, five rebounds, six assists a game, while Kyrie Irving was hurt. And now he's coming off the bench for 18 minutes a night, and I'm guessing he doesn't love that. Well, and there's rumors flying around as well that, you know. I don't know what I, it, ooh. ooh. Ricky Rubio got hit by Jalen Brown inadvertently in the face. Yeah, that was Jalen Brown's shoulder too, it looked like, and I'm not sure if, if, if Gordon Hayward pushed him in the back. So this, yes, that was Gordon's yep. foul, not, not Brown. Actually pushed um, Rubio in the back. Rubio inbounds to Gobert. Here comes Ingles on a curl. They're going at Gordon every defensive play. Back out to Ingles. Hayward left him. Three ball good. Wow, Gordon's defense is awful. The Jazz are torching Gordon Hayward's defense tonight. Five threes, now sixth all time in Jazz history as Joe Ingles passes Darren Williams. Jalen Brown driving at favors to the rack. No shooting window. Wild shot. Jazz lose the rebound out of bounds. Oh, wow, they called it off the Celtics. Donovan Mitchell realizes the call is terrible and inbounds very quickly. Very quickly. (laughs) 71-57, Utah by 14, their largest lead. Ingles has 23. The Jazz are just going at Hayward on every play. Rubio drives on Hayward, reverse layup, good. Man, they are killing him. Now your stat of the night. When Donovan Mitchell scores 20 or more points, the Jazz are 6-1. Now your player of the game goes to not a starter, but arguably the most important player for the Jazz tonight, Jay Crowder. Whenever the Jazz needed to swing the momentum or they needed a basket, Jay was there to make the play. He ended up with 20 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and was 8 for 15 from the floor. It was pretty evident that he had circled this game on his calendar. Jazz inbound and this one's over. 123-115. Jay Crowder is chatting. Jay Crowder is backpedaling out and chatting. All in all, I think this was a great win by the Jazz. They're able to beat a team in the top end of the NBA. They're able to get back to 500. They're able to win consecutively at home and be able to maybe get some of that confidence back. The whole Gordon Hayward situation kind of put to bed. The fans were able to express their opinion in person on Gordon's decision he made a year and a half ago. And I think this is a great spot for the Jazz to say, okay, we're going to head out on the road and we're going to you know, make a trend of this. So if you haven't got enough of this game, I don't blame you. Head on over to LockedOnJazz.net where David Locke posts his game notes, Empty in the Noggin, where he'll bullet point his opinions and different things that happen throughout the game, as well as he'll post his postcast alongside Ron Boone, where they immediately following the game discuss their opinion on what they just called, and you can listen in to that. Next game for the Jazz, the Jazz head out on a five-game road trip. And they'll kick it off against Memphis. Yes, the third time in a month they will be playing Memphis. The next time you can see the Jazz here at Vivint Smart Home Arena is Wednesday, November 21st, as they take on the quite surprisingly hot Sacramento Kings. You won't want to miss it. Tickets can be found at utahjazz.com. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. Thank you for listening. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and I hope to see you at the next game. 